due to the press of time, we should begin immediately with a question and answer period. You know the ground rules. Are there any questions? I think I speak for many that do not in any sense discount or in any sense doubt your loyalty and your love to this nation. Or your position that's in, in accord with our position in regard to the separation of church and state. But could I bring it down to where we stand right here tonight as two men of just near the equal age just standing facing each other. If this meeting tonight were being held in the sanctuary of my church, it's the policy in my city that has many very fine Catholics in it, but it's the policy of Catholic leadership to forbid them to attend a, Catholic, a Protestant service. If we tonight were in the sanctuary of my church, just right there as we are, would you and could you attend as you have here? Well, yes, I could. Now, I can attend any, uh, as I said in my statement, I would attend uh, any service in the interests uh, that had any connection with my public office. Or in the case of a private ceremony, weddings, funerals, and so on, of course I would participate and have participated. I think the only question would be whether I could participate as a participant, a believer in your faith and maintain my membership in my church. That, it seems to me, comes within the private beliefs uh, that a uh, Catholic might have. But as far as whether I could attend this sort of a function in your church, whether I, as senator or president, could attend a function in your service connected with my position of office, then I could attend. Very would closely attend. allied to it was the position in regard to the chapel of the, of the, chap, the, chapel of the uh, chaplains that That's was correct. dedicated, which I believe you have once had accepted the invitation to attend. Correct. And then the press has said that I believe Cardinal Dowdy brought pressure and you refused and did not attend. I'd be delighted to, to explain because that seems to be a uh, matter of great interest. I was invited in 1947 after my election to the Congress by Dr. Poling to attend uh, a dinner to raise funds for an interfaith chapel in honor of the four chaplains who went down on the Dorchester. This was 14 years ago. I uh, was delighted to accept because I thought it was a useful and uh, worthwhile cause. A few days before I was due to accept I learned through a, uh, my administrative assistant, who was, uh, had uh, friends in Philadelphia, that uh, two things. First, that I was listed, and this is in Dr. Poling's book in which he describes the incident, as the spokesman for the Catholic faith at the dinner. Charles Taft, Senator Taft's brother, was to be the spokesman for the Protestant faith. Senator Lehman was to be the spokesman for the Jewish faith. The second thing I learned was that the chapel, instead of being located as I thought it was, as an interfaith chapel, was located in the basement of another church. It was not, in that sense, an interfaith chapel. And for the 14 years since that chapel was built, there has never been a service of my church because of the physical location. I therefore informed Dr. Poling that while I would be glad to come as a citizen, in fact, many Catholics did go to the dinner, I did not feel that I had very good credentials to attend as the spokesman for the Catholic faith at that uh, dinner to raise funds when the whole Catholic church group in Philadelphia were not participating and because the chapel has never been blessed or consecrated. Now I want to make it clear that my grounds for not going were private. I had no credentials to speak for the Catholic faith at a dinner for a chapel which has never, which no Catholic service has ever been held. So that, uh, and to this day, unfortunately, the uh, no service has been held uh, at the present time. But I think if I may separate that, if this were a public matter, I told Dr. Poling I'd be glad to go as an individual, but I could not go as a spokesman on that occasion. Senator Kennedy, Canon Rutenbar of Christ Church Cathedral here in Houston. Uh, I've read this 
platform and the planks in it with great interest, and especially in the realms of freedom. And I note that in the educational section, uh, the right of education for each person is guaranteed or offered for a guarantee. It also says that there shall be equal opportunity for employment. In another section, it says there shall be equal uh, rights to housing and recreation. All of these speak, I think, in a wonderful sense to the freedom which we want to keep here in America. Yet, on the other hand, there is in another place in the platform, I read these words. We will repeal the authorization for right-to-work laws. Now, it seems to me that in this aspect here, and I feel that these are much more important than any religious issue, here you are abolishing an open shop. You are taking away the freedom of the individual worker, whether he wants to work and wants to belong to this union or not. Now, isn't this sort of double talk? You're guaranteeing freedom on the one hand, and yet you're going to take it away on the other. No, I don't agree with that. I think there's a dichotomy here in the platform. Well, that provision has been in the platform since 1948. The, uh, and uh, I'm sure there's a difference of opinion between us uh, on that matter and between many Democrats uh, on that matter. But I think that it's a uh, decision which goes to uh, economic and uh, political views. I don't think it involves a constitutional guarantee of freedom. In other words, under the provisions of the Taft-Hartley law, a state was permitted to prohibit a union shop but it was not per permitted to guarantee a closed shop. Now, my own judgment is that uniformity in interstate commerce is valuable, and therefore I hold with the view that it's better to have uniform laws and not a law which is in interstate commerce, and these are all, this is not intra, but interstate commerce, right. which permits one condition in one state and another in another. This is not a new provision. It's been in for the last three uh, platforms. Thank you. Max Gawkey, president of Gulf Coast Bible College, and pastor of First Church of God here in Houston, and I am a member, Mr. Mason, of the Houston Association of Ministers. Mr. Kennedy, you very clearly stated your position tonight in regard to uh, the propagation of the gospel by all religious groups in other countries. And I appreciated that much because we Protestants are a missionary people. However, the question I have to ask is this. If you are elected president, will you use your influence to get the Roman Catholic countries of South America and Spain to stop persecuting Protestant missionaries and to give equal rights to Protestants to propagate their faith as the United States gives to the Roman Catholics or any other group? I would use my influence as President of the United States to permit, to encourage the development of freedom all over the world. One of the rights which I consider to be important is the right of free speech, the right of assembly, the right of free religious practice, and I would hope that the United States and the President would stand for those rights all around the globe without regard to geography or religion or political tradition. Thank you. Mr. Kennedy, this is E.H. Westmoreland, pastor of the South Main Baptist Church here in Houston. I have received today a copy of a resolution passed by the Baptist Pastors Conference of St. Louis and they're going to confront you with this tomorrow night. I would like for you to answer to the Houston crowd before you get to St. Louis. Yes, sir. This is the resolution. With deep sincerity and in Christian grace, we plead with Senator John F. Kennedy, as the person presently concerned in this matter, to appeal to Cardinal Cushing, Mr. Kennedy's own hierarchical superior in Boston, 
to present to the Vatican Mr. Kennedy's sincere statement relative to the separation of church and state in the United States and religious freedom as represented in the Constitution of the United States in order that the Vatican may officially authorize such a belief for all Roman Catholics in the United States. May I just say that as I do not accept the right of uh, any, uh, as I said, ecclesiastical official to tell me what I shall do in the sphere of my public responsibility as an elected official, I do not propose also to ask Cardinal Cushing to ask the Vatican to take some action. I do not propose to interfere with their free right to do exactly what they want. There is no doubt in my mind that the viewpoint that I have expressed, there is no doubt in my mind that the viewpoint that I have expressed tonight publicly represents uh, the opinion of the overwhelming majority of American Catholics. Uh, Mr. Kennedy, and you I will... think that what my view, I have no doubt, uh, is uh, known to uh, Catholics uh, around the world. We, so that we... uh, I'm just hopeful that by my stating it quite precisely, and I believe I state it in the tradition of uh, the American Catholics, way back all the way to Bishop John Carroll, I feel that uh, I hope this will clarify it without my having to take the rather circuitous route. This we, is the position, I think, of the American Catholic Church in the United States with which I am associated. We appreciate your forthright statement. May I say we have great admiration for you. But until we know this is the position of your church, because there will be many Catholics who will be appointed if you're elected president, we would like to know that they too are free to make such statement as you've been so courageous to make. Well, let me say that anyone that I would appoint to any office as a senator or as a uh, president uh, would, I hope, uh, hold the same view of the necessity of their living up to not only the letter of the Constitution, but the spirit. If I may say so, uh, I am an, a Catholic. I've stated my view very clearly. I don't find any difficulty in stating that view. In my judgment, it is the view of American Catholics from one end of the country to the other. Why? Because as long as I can state it in a way which is, I hope, satisfactory to you, why do you possibly doubt that uh, I represent a viewpoint which is uh, hostile to the Catholic Church in the United States? I believe I'm stating the viewpoint that Catholics in this country hold towards the happy relationship which exists between church and state. Let me ask you, sir, do you state it with the approval of the Vatican? I don't have to have approval in that sense. I'm not submitted. I have not submitted my statement before I read it to the Vatican. I did not submit it to Cardinal Cushing, but my judgment is that Cardinal Cushing, which is the cardinal from the diocese of which I'm a member, would approve of this statement in the same way that he approved of the 1948 statement of the bishop. In my judgment, and I am not uh, a, uh, the, uh, a student of theology, I am stating what I believe to be the position um, my personal position... Ladies and, and gentlemen, we regret that technical difficulties interrupted the video portion of the last few minutes of this program. The preceding program was a tape recording of Senator John Kennedy's meeting with the Greater Houston Ministerial Association earlier this evening. It was presented at this time by KHOU-TV in the community interest. KHOU-TV wishes to acknowledge the cooperation of KTRK-TV, the Chronicle Station, for making their facilities available for this delayed broadcast here on Channel 11.